Welcome to the Ready Papa One podcast, the show where a dad and another dad talk about the past, present, and future of gaming for them and their kids. KC. Nick, what's up? Oh, another week, Casey. Another week. Another day, oh. another dollar. Yeah, you got that right. Yeah, it's it's that uh cold, dark time of the winter where it's just like the holidays are over. Now it's just cold and snowy, and you're just kind of like waiting for it to be spring, but it's not really coming. <laughs> you know, no, I mean? not anytime soon. No, I know. Oh, I and know. then the holidays kind of start to go like the holidays you get off at work, you don't have another one until like april may and then you know it's it's that time of year at least it's starting to get brighter in the morning it's not dark when i wake up and when i leave work now now it's only dark when i leave work (laughs) (laughs) so you know you gotta gain one and then you gain the next yeah 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 we we will get there nick we will get there yeah yeah Uh, that'll be fun but uh, i know the one thing we did that we can loop in here is uh last week we did something very fun which we haven't done for probably a year and a half now maybe, maybe a year maybe about a year right we're we're fresh off the 2024 halo land party that's right halo 2 land party halo 2 it's gotta be halo 2 because <laughs> because because be we can't 2. play the master chief collection we can't we can't play halo 3 we can't play anything else okay so counterpoint Sure. Give me a counterpoint. Do we have eight Xboxes that can play the Master Chief Collection? Do we have eight copies of the Master Chief Collection? Yes, it's free on Game Pass. Number one. Well, okay. Do we have eight subscriptions to Game Pass? We. I bet. I bet we do. I bet we do. I'm gonna (laughs) say I bet we do. I bet bet we might. You're right. I bet we might. Um, (laughs) Because it runs on the Xbox One, the Xbox One S, the Xbox Series S, or the Xbox Series X. Yeah, but then. And then it's, it's not Halo 2, man. We we get all the boys together. Um, we hook up, you know, anywhere between 6 to 10 TVs, 6 to 10 Xbox 360s, Halo 2, LAN cord, like Ethernet cords running all throughout the house, routers everywhere, beer and body odor, just like the way that it's like meant to be, you know? Yeah, just the way it's meant to be. <laughs> just the way, just the way Bungie Mount, drew it Mount, up. Mountain Dew galore. There was Mountain Dew there. There was yeah, Mountain yeah. Dew. <laughs> Lots of pizza. <laughs> can, can confirm Mountain Dew and pizza. Yeah. Yeah. We, we used to always do this in high school. And so, uh, you know, it's sort of a a throwback once a year. We'll 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 get the gang all together, play, you know, some wacky, zany Halo 2 games. None of us are super competitive or anything like that. (laughs) Man, there's just something special about like killing someone or or like being killed and having them scream at you from the from the room over. You know what I mean? Like you just you can't replicate that with the online stuff. Right. You just you really can't. can't. There's something very visceral about having a person right next to you or in the same room as you or even in, but in the room next door is even better because you just hear them like yelling. (laughs) It's just, it's just so funny. Oh, dude. Yeah. I I had this sweet moment. We were playing double. So we had like, we had 16 people. We had a full, full I know. I was, I think that's the first time I've ever seen a full 16. It might, it's, I think there's, was only ever one other time and that was like in, in high school. So we, we yeah. usually don't, we usually have somewhere between eight to 12 and we just, you know, we, we recruited some people and got them in and, and got those numbers up. But so one of the things we like to play is Fiesta. Everybody starts with a random weapon and a random secondary weapon, just it's random. And you play two, two people on a team. So eight teams of two on the map Ascension in this case. And it's just like, those are the kinds of zany games we play, right? We're like, we're not doing this whole like no radar, radar BR starts, MLG rules or whatever right we're playing everybody gets freaking whatever gun you spawn with and you're gonna like it <laughs> and no sometimes, skill required here. and, and sometimes the rocket launcher every time sometimes you spawn with a rocket launcher sometimes you spawn with a plasma pistol right it just yeah. it just happens but sometimes. uh sometimes I, I i was holding one of the towers um me and me and my uh teammate i forget who i was playing with actually and the, the team actually who was in the room with me who who both both are good and so they like come up behind me and get to jump on me and are basically like in the room like oh yeah like casey like get like you're gone see ya or whatever and i just like i i'm just like running (laughs) i just i jump turn around falling off of part of the map i toss a sticky and like stick stick one of them they're both chasing me 
they both explode, double kill, and I land Let's like go. and I like land safe on a different part of the map. And it was just like, get fucked. Like because <laughs> they're sitting next to me and like you could feel the energy but, just. But I just I, I just wanna I just wanna reiterate, Casey is not competitive when we play KO. Not competitive, not competitive, not competitive. No, no, no. This is this is this is good old-fashioned normal Halo fun. This is what it's about, right? It's like you, you you stick someone, they're sitting next to you, you can you can chirp them a little bit. They uh, gave me props, you know, real 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 recognize real in this case. Yeah, yeah. They yeah, dabbed yeah. you and <laughs> <laughs> and and it's not a short these aren't short this isn't like something we do for two hours and then just be done with it like we show up at like noon and we don't leave till like nine <laughs> yeah it was it was a late night i think i left yeah it's 7 30 or 8 or something like yeah. that yeah it was i mean I, you do it once a year you know it's nice to get like. out of the house it's, <laughs> nice. It's, it, 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 it's nice to see everyone it's actually like there's a bunch of people who um i really don't see that often anymore and so it's kind of like you see them during the Halo party, or like maybe one other time during the year, and that's kind of yeah. it, man. And so it's yeah. it's uh it, it, no, it's, it's nice good. that we can spend I'm, so much time doing it. I'm glad we do it. It's always fun. We yeah. strive for like everybody to have a chance, and like you know, we're it's all it's all varying levels of skill. It's Halo Two. Nobody's practicing this stuff. Some people haven't played it in years. Uh, Whatever. Grab you know what. Hop on, you know what I mean. There's some kids. I think we're playing Halo Two in practice. Well, I uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> I think you might be right. There were a couple of people. I was like, I don't remember you being this good. Right, right. I don't. I don't remember this at all. Like, what has changed in the past year? Because like, wow, <laughs> we we always get to come up with fun, creative names because it's just on land. So you don't have to worry about like gamer tag. Like this gamer tag has been taken or whatever. So you just pick whatever. Fun name strikes your, your fancy. Boat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we make whatever whatever floats your boat, and it uh, it uh, tends to be that the uh, names that get a laugh are the ones that people tend to gravitate to. And there are lots of different things that can make us laugh. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> and with that, fine, safe, family friendly chat about names. I am gonna drop us right into the parent corner. music let's go <laughs> all right Nick, we, we've kind of done this before a little bit but now it's sort of like official yes we figured we'd give a section of the podcast directly to parenting that's our shtick you know we're two dads playing games but we want to dedicate some of this time to parenting and so we decided to give it a little name give it a little music and 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 whatever and this is the section that that's going to be the, the parent corner. And so this is this can be anything about parenting, what we did last week, what we a special milestone that our kid hit, what, whatever we feel is something important to bring to the table about parenting. That's kind of the whole point of this. So Casey, you want to go first? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I got a lot, lots of stories and fun little anecdotes about my son. The first question for you, though, I can't remember. Yes. Have we talked about the word N-O on this podcast before, you and me? I mean, we have in person, but I don't think we have on the podcast. <laughs> Let me tell you a little bit about the word N-O. <laughs> N-O, I know what that spells. N-O, yes, you do, <laughs> you do. This is a new word in our vocabulary. Uh, oh, yeah? In, in my son's vocabulary, yes. He has <laughs> learned the word no. And he's learned what it means. <laughs> that is uh, a little bit unfortunate for us in some in some <laughs> circumstances. You know, it's it, it's funny. Like we tried really hard to not like, or we still try really hard to not say it to him. But he has heard us say it to the dogs, <laughs> and he's heard us say it to the dogs a lot. So he he, I talked already before that he like he knows the dogs' names. So it's gotten to the point that like uh, we'll say um, Dixie or whatever, and he'll go. Dixie, and then he'll just go, no. <laughs> and he just like <laughs> shouts no. So he's saying the names now. First off, that's the big thing. He's saying the last names, yeah. time we talked, he did, couldn't say the names, but he mm. knew which dog was which dog. Yeah. So he he's pretty good at Dixie. He can say Dixie. He, oh. I can tell the difference between dog and Dolly. But I don't think most people could like they like he still kind of calls Dolly dog, but he definitely says Dixie. 
Nice. Um, very cute little boy. But like, as soon as he says it, he then starts going, no, 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 no. <laughs> because... Does he make that face? <laughs> <laughs> sometimes. Honestly, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, just because we say that to her, to her so much, uh, to the, the dog so much. But yeah, we try really hard not to not, like for us not to say it to him. But he's now started saying it to us. Sometimes and it's like, man, this is like <laughs> you're you're 20 months old now. Like you, what you're you're telling you're telling your parents no, and like I don't no. really think he knows exactly what. What, what are you gonna do when he's like five? I know exactly. <laughs> no, we're we're in we're in trouble for the whole the whole three-nager thing um, and all that. But it, it's like interesting. We, we've had to start to think about like, okay, how do we ask him questions that are not yes and no questions, right? So like it used to be, Ronan, do you want to go to the bath? That, that's what I would use to ask him. And really like what I'm saying is Ronan is bath time. <laughs> but I'm saying like, oh, like are, like, are you ready to go to the bath? And, you know, we found that if you phrase it like that, are you ready to go to the bath? He says, no. No, <laughs> no, nah. no, nah. nah. I'm not doing that. I hate to tell Sorry, you, pass. I'm just not. I'm not ready for that. Hard, hard pass. I've got, I've got big, big trucks to play with. Yeah. I've got, <laughs> I, I've, I've, I've got carrots to put in this, in this little grass field. Like, yeah. no, 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 no. Hard, hard business hard, meeting. Hard pass <laughs> on the bath time. Thank you for the suggestion. I'm out. So, and and it's like any time that I ask my son a, like a question where it's like it could be a yes or a no, like he doesn't know yes yet. He he can nod. He'll nod sometimes, but it's like more <laughs> That's often than not, no, no. <laughs> That's even better than he doesn't know yes. Yeah, I know. He, again, he, he knows how to nod. And I think he knows like, okay, that's that's okay with me. So I've had to start asking him. I've had to start presenting things like, or we've learned to start presenting things like, you know, hey, hey, buddy, it's time to take a bath. Would you like to walk to the bath on your own? Or would you like daddy to carry you? Mm. No, no. Like, okay, well, I, I'll let you choose. If you want to walk to the bathroom, you know, you, you can do that. Otherwise, I'm, I'm going to pick you up and I'm going to carry you. And he might go, no, no. I go, okay, that's fine. Since you didn't want to walk to the bath, I'll, I'll just carry you. And, and I'll, it's like, it's not a bad thing. It's like, you get to choose, man. Pick him up. I carry him over to the bath. We're good. No, no temper tantrum. No, whatever. Like, he doesn't. It's like he's still too young for the no to be like, no, I don't want to take a bath. You took me anyway. I'm mad about the fact that I'm taking a bath. Like, there's none of that. It's just that, like, he knows this word no, and he knows what it, it means, I guess. And he really likes saying it. So it's just <laughs> it's just kind of like um, present, present instead of yes or no, presenting him the options, right? Like, yeah, okay, yeah. that's fine. Because honestly, like, he understands a lot at this age. At, at 20 months, he understands a ton. And so yeah. he can't necessarily communicate everything that he's, that he's thinking, but he knows what we're saying. Yeah, it's been a really interesting like shift in perspective and it's been like challenging even, right? To to think about, okay, give him options, give him the illusion of choice almost, right? right. It's like yeah, yeah. you can choose to walk to the bath or I'll carry you, but like it's... you're going to the bath, bud. <laughs> like... It's like playing a video game, right? You have the illusion of choice, but the outcome's always gonna be the same. <laughs> <laughs> Stanley went left through the door. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't have to go left, but guess what? <laughs> <laughs> you're still you're still progressing forward in the story. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like, it's like all right, bud. It's like seven o'clock. Like daddy's got some games to go play. Like let's, yeah. let's go. <laughs> time, time to go to bed. Oh, yeah. That's so funny. that's that, that's that's where we're at. What we've been sort of handling recently. So it's it's cool. He's at a very cool age where he he's really interactive with us. And he's really interactive with the world. And really, there's just it's just new new challenges and new things to sort through as as he keeps getting bigger. That's so cool. It's going to be funny when I have to go through that and deal with it. It's it's just, it's so fascinating how fast they grow and how quickly they learn what things mean. And at some point, I bet that it will be frustrating, right? For him to say, no, and then just turn around and walk the other way. And you're like, hey, listen. And it, well, it's, just like, it's just like you had a long day at work. Kate's still not home. And you're like, man. I really like, don't oh, want you to be saying no. It's like just this time guy, to go. <laughs> this guy giving me attitude already. Do but, you know who I am? <laughs> but in general, I think that 
it's a cool parenting thing to have to think about different ways to get around it. Cause in a lot of ways you're teaching them something different by doing that, right? You're saying, Oh, there are options. They're learning about choices. They're learning about all these other things that, that can make them learn different aspects of life. Even like to the point I said, no, but we're going, but I got to get picked up instead of walking. So that's a compromise. You know, I feel like in everything we do, they're always learning something, which is which is really cool. It feels like that puts a lot of pressure on the parents, but it is really cool. You were telling me the story offline, and it's so funny because I could just I could just I see him and I see his face and just going no <laughs> no. It's just it's so matter of fact, right? Yeah. It's just yeah, yeah. like there's no question in his mind that no, the answer is no. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See it's you later. So true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so for me, I feel like my parenting thing this week is learning to temper my expectations. I feel like my son is on the verge of doing like five different things. Mm-hmm. And I keep thinking it's going to come and it's just not there yet. And I'm like, it's today. It's today. And it's not, t- it's never today yet. Yeah. And it's going to happen just it's one day. Happen. I know it's going to happen. Just like when he was rolling, right? He started to like roll to his side, but then never finished. And then all of a sudden one day he didn't. And we were like, oh, but it was like four, it was like three weeks later. <laughs> so he has now gotten to the point in the crawling stage where he gets on his, ar- his arms and knees. And then he kind of rocks back and forth. And then he's like ready to go and then just falls on his stomach (laughs) (laughs) or his words wise, like so close to saying a word. He's, he's so close to like, just being like da or ma or, or something. And, but it's always like, ah, la, 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 la. Like he's, he's clearly learning language and how to pronounce syllables and all this other stuff, which is really cool but i'm like you're so close you're so close to all of these things and that's just been like the last like you know week or two where he started to do this and I'm, it's just like the anticipation is kind of killing me it's like i just want you to be able to crawl you know i want you to be able to say something man i know you're still young so i can't expect that out of you you're like seven and a half months old but you're so close you got this keep going he has this like piano it's on legs so like, i remember you telling me about this yeah so it helps it helps them stand up and so like he'll be sitting in my lap and then he'll almost pulling himself up to a stand but like he can't quite do it yet my hands need to like be on his butt and then he can do it he's so close to so many things which is really cool right they're all gonna hit and i'm gonna be like Whoa. And then he's going to be able to start moving. And then I'm, you know, be like, uh oh, this is all over, man. (laughs) Big big rip. (laughs) But (laughs) I tell you, it's really a lot of almost right now, which is, which is really cool. But it's, it's definitely a game of patience for me being like, he's going to get there. He's going to do it in time. He's, he's learning and he's, his brain is creating all sorts of synapse connections to figure Mm -hmm. out how to do this. And, and, and that can't, be easy so you but the worst thing is you can tell he gets frustrated because he wants to move yeah and like totally. but he can't so he gets on his knees he sh- he rocks back and forth gets on it gets on his stomach and then kind of swims he goes like swimming motion and then he, and then he just gets like frustrated about it and i'm like oh man you're so close dude it's gonna happen you're almost there <laughs> i totally hear you on that the the thing that i love the most that i've heard about like raising kids or whatever is that like the days are long and the months are short or the days are long and the years are short but it just like it just strikes so true to me yeah and i feel like some of these milestones fall into this like days are long category where yeah it actually like surprised me how uh like because for, for a long time they don't show any signs of like crawling or walking or whatever yeah. like there's just it's not even a consideration and then like at some point oh look at that this is maybe something that that they can do. And it yeah, it 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 can take a little while. I remember feeling the same exact thing that you do. And uh, it's funny. I, I don't remember if I've told if I've told you this story or not, but the first time that my son crawled, I think Kate was working. I I I had him, I was watching him, and he was at that stage where he was like kind of like, yeah, he was exactly where 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 your son is, where he's like kind of like rocking a little bit, hasn't quite crawled yet. 
And I think I had like cheese or some snacks and I literally like was laying them out in front of them and he's like stretching to get them. <laughs> and then I'd like lay it out a little bit further away. And he eventually like pulled himself along their carpet a little bit and like went and he grabbed it and he pulled and he started like kind of like commando crawling. And like, I was like, oh my God, yes. Woo. And he, he like kind of did it. And I was like, oh, that counts. And then it took him like another like month or two to like really get it. Yeah. Where, where I was like, oh, oh my God, he just did it. I like gave him cheese and it worked and he's crawling. And it's like, yes, he was. But then it took him a little bit to fully like make it connect and do the thing and figure out that, oh yeah, this is the thing I can do all the time. I can like zip around. Like you expect yeah. it to be this like flip of a switch where right. they have an epiphany that they can do this. And like, it's just not. And, you know, it, t- it takes them some time to 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 figure it out, but like they do. And it's really exciting when they do. And I yeah. get the anticipation part, but man, like he's going to get there and it's going to be great when he does. Yeah, it's a hundred percent agreed. The, the, the one nice thing I will say at this age now, he has started to interact with other kids, which That's is cool. cool. Yeah. We were over my parents for her birthday and my cousins came over and they brought all their kids and he was like actually playing with like the other kids. So that that is really cool. And then we had fun friends. to see. Yeah. And then we had my friend's first birthday party and he's like really interacting with people now, which is really cool. So patience and an understanding it takes time for the human brain to learn how to do things. That's that's the parenting lesson I have today from a father of a almost eight month old. <laughs> it's so fun to watch, though. We had one of our first days where we weren't doing anything. It was just the three of us. And that was it. And we don't get a lot of these days. And it was so nice to just kind of hang out with him all day and not worry about a thing. We went to Target and he picked out what he wanted to his pouches. He's all about the pouches now. Pouches are uh, good, man. Yeah, yeah, he loves the pouches now. So he, he got to pick out which ones he wanted. And so it was it was it was great. And then he has his first swimming lessons on Sunday. My son does too, actually. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what are the odds? I know. Are you? You're not definitely not going where we're going. We're no, going we're, South Shore. No, we're going to Methuen. It's literally two minutes away. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it isn't that for us? Um, but my my friend who has the one year old, uh, they're gonna come with us too, so we're gonna do it together. Oh, very cool. That's fun. Yeah. yeah my my sister has been wanting to do it, so we haven't done it yet because she was like, "Oh, I, I want to get in a, I want to get in like a swim thing with, with with him," and so we finally made it happen. So yeah, he's gonna do his first um auntie and me swim class oh nice uh, which which should be fun and then yeah that'll be great yeah and then he's gonna do a um it's called me and my shadow a, a mommy and me gymnastics course too starting oh, on monday Oh, gymnastics so yeah this this kid is climbing on everything man yeah. this weekend he was he decided he figured out he could climb up the chairs and onto the table and he's just walking around on the table all weekend <laughs> it's just like oh my god what a, what is happening <laughs> Uh-oh. He's, he's Casey, so you're done. You're he's done so for. proud of himself as he's just like walking around on the table, it, like with the shoes on, probably. Yeah, shoes on. Yeah, So he's gonna enjoy it. Uh, I think your son's gonna gonna enjoy the water. Gonna enjoy swim lessons. So oh yeah, Sh- should be fun. Very excited. So and that, my friends, is the first parent corner. Right, Nick. All so right. I've been excited to talk to you about this topic for a little while now. Yeah. I, yeah, I this agree. Is, this is one that's like kind of near and dear to my heart a little bit. And it's like its own little it's it's its own little like niche sphere of of gaming, but it's one that I really, really enjoy. I wouldn't call it niche. You don't think so? <laughs> no. You don't think so? Okay. No, well, I don't think so. Well, if if you haven't guessed Nintendo like, didn't allow that. <laughs> that that's true they N- N- nintendo did really i mean they they owned it for a while right if, if you haven't guessed already we're here to talk about a handheld gaming right look um, at look at the most sold units of video game consoles and you will know that it is not a niche uh <laughs> thing yeah i i think that's fair the ds right you're talking about like the, the, the 3ds is up there yeah. the game boy the game, yeah, the Game Boy. Oh man, the Game Boy. What a throwback. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. I, uh, it, it, it appealed to a different audience, right? Than, than yes. the classic consoles. Yes, it, a lot, a lot more casual, maybe. Um, 
but 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 it, but it captured all of the other like the consoles too, right? So it just oh, had yeah. a broader market. It just brought in yeah, exactly. Did you ever speaking of Game Boys? Did you have the ever have the original Game Boy? I never did. Oh, no. okay. So where did your where did your handheld journey start? Yeah, uh, the first Game Boy I I had. I think was a Game Boy Advance SP. Oh, you're so young, Casey. Do you remember the key? <laughs> Not that young. Do you do you, do you remember the, the, the SPs? Oh, of course I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I go a little further back than you, okay. but yes, I remember the SPs. Well, the so, SP, and... I never got the original Game Boy Advance. I did I waited until the SP. Okay. Okay. And and see, so like I I I remember I played Game Boy Color. I don't think I ever played an original Game Boy. I think by the time I started, Game Boy Color was was the thing. Yeah. Um, but it was just like not something that like I had because my mom didn't want to buy me anything gaming related. She didn't want to encourage that hobby. Yeah, um, yeah, and yeah. so like, uh, I, if only she knows. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> look, look at me now, ma. You got a bad thing to tell your mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she 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 didn't want to she didn't want to encourage the hobby, and so she didn't want to give me the ability to play anywhere. She wanted to be able to limit it to like just right the 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 TV at home and all that. So I I played a lot of friends Game Boy Colors back when like Pokemon Red and Blue was big, but it was wasn't until the the SP that I had one of my own. So where where did you begin then? So I started. So I played like like you. I never owned. I I might have owned a Game Boy at some point, but I never owned a Game Boy. Like my cousins had them, and they brought them over, and I played Tetris on them or whatever because that was the only game like they had. But my first Game Boy color was purchased by my grandfather that came over from Italy the first time I met him in 1999. I remember um, you telling me. I think story, I might have yeah. said this on the podcast. Yeah. Very, I think at the like long very time beginning. ago, very, very beginning, beginning of the podcast. So yeah, my grandfather came over from Italy in 1999 and he wanted to do something nice for me and my brother. And so my first handheld experience was Pokemon Red. What a place to begin. Yeah, right? I put, I couldn't stop playing this thing on this tiny screen with its two buttons and its D-pad and hours upon hours and all of that work to use my Master Ball on Zapdos instead of Mewtwo. What a waste. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what bad design that you could, you had to use the Master Ball to catch Mewtwo. There's no uh, other way to catch terrible. it, right? Like, just, just, just bad design overall. Like, I mean, Pokemon <laughs> Company, like, Come on, 9.9 out of 10 games. Just, 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 just a little bit. Uh, the amount of times that I went into that battle, got him down to like one HP, put him to sleep, did all these things, threw like 72 Ultra Balls at him and nothing. It yeah. was terrible. It was terrible. But that was my first experience and it was a great one. And it, it really was the key driver to really make me be able to keep going on this handheld journey. I will say, the only annoying thing, and since you had the SP, you you didn't really have to deal with this a lot. But the Game Boy Color, it it wasn't a backlit screen. I do I do remember this. Yeah. So you had if you wanted to play it on a car ride home, you had your little camera that you plugged into the I don't know if it was a USB port, but the port on the side, mm -hmm. and it was like this little light that shined just a little bit, and you still couldn't see anything. You just pretended like you could see anything, and you just died more. <laughs> I, I remember being on, on on car trips with friends, and like every passing street light. You, you can like see a little bit and then it goes dark and then the street light again and you can see a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> it's so true. It was, it was, it was fun, but you needed to be in the right lighting at the right time, you know? Yeah. And, you know, you try to sneak it into your room so your parents didn't know you were playing when you went to bed. And I just played Pokemon for, you know, however long after, after they're like, all right, Nick, it's time for bed. And I'm like sitting there trying to play with the, with the little light. And, oh man, it was a good time. But, like I said, I didn't get a Game Boy Advance. I, I waited until the Game Boy Advance SP came out. And what a revelation. What a, what a great little console that was. What a game changer having the backlit screen, you know? Backlit it, screen, the folding screen. It was so easy to just like put in your pocket. Yeah. And that, honestly, if we're talking about like Nintendo handhelds, that might have been like peak, peak handheld gaming for me now if i went back it would probably be the 3ds i played a lot of games on the 3ds <laughs> but um yeah 
it's a good system. But the Game Boy SP, I mean, it got introduced me to games like Advance Wars. They had, you know, the Zelda games came out on it. Uh, yeah, so many things, and it was backwards compatible, so you could play all your Game Boy games on it too, which was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I I love that they did that. Um, and I mean, the, the Game Boy Advance man just had so so many excellent games on it. Yeah, um, you know, to the point now that like you go on the Switch and you're like, ah, do I play like the the the, the SNES? Do I play the N sixty four? Like, I, I play the game the Game Boy Advance <laughs> like all the time, man. All those yeah. games slap yeah. so hard. Yeah, and, yeah. Just, and and yeah, so that that the games on on that system were great. I mean, that that was really when. For for me, right, like uh, Nintendo established themselves as like this is the place to play handheld games. Like I mean, I guess they kind of did with the Game Boy Color. They were one of the only ones doing it, but it became like the Game Boy Color felt like this is cool. This is a cool thing that Nintendo has made. Mm-hmm. And then the Game Boy Advance was like, okay, this is a new type of way to play games, and we will continue to play games this way, and it will continue to get better. And they're not as good as. If they're on your N64 or whatever, but like, or or your GameCube, I guess at the time, but like, man, this like this is a different vibe, and it is a vibe I'm here for. Yeah, it was really cool, and clearly at that time too. I mean, not probably after the Game Boy Advance, I'd probably say around like the DS, right around the P the DS PS3 time. That's when Sony started to come into the handheld space too with the Vita, not the Vita. Is the Vita the first one? The PSP. I don't remember if it was the PSP or the, the Vita. PSP. I think One it was of those. PlayStation Portable. The Vita was later. And so, you know, clearly what Nintendo was doing, that what Nintendo was doing in the handheld space, people wanted in, yeah. <laughs> you know, because they just, they dominated the market at that point. There was no competition to Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, they, I, they, 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 they're the only one. So ha- have you had all of the Nintendo handhelds then since the, since the Game Boy Color? I guess excluding the Game Boy Advance. I've added yes, I have. I've had an iteration of every single Nintendo handheld. Oh man, that's weird to say. <laughs> Except for I guess the Game Boy. Uh, I didn't have the Game and Watches from the eighties. I had a Game Boy. I had a yellow Game Boy Color. I had a silver Game Boy Advance SP. My brother mm-hmm. got a Game Boy Advance SP, but he for some reason, got the special edition one that looked like an NES on it, the skin, an NES skin on it. I was super jealous of that. <laughs> and then I got the original DS, the yeah. one that was like super bulky. That was, uh, was the screen huge. was tiny, and it was it was something else. I had the original DS. I later got a DS Lite, light, and then I got yeah, and then I got I was one of the first people to get a 3DS. Like I, it was. Weeks after it came out, I got a 3DS, and then uh, yeah, and then a Switch. So yeah, I've got I've 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 had them all. I've had them all. I've I've given Nintendo my money throughout, <laughs> and this is this isn't a weird thing, right? <laughs> I no, I really everybody has. Yeah, I've I've had pretty much all of them too. I was I was less of the like I I I wasn't the new entrance the way that you were. Like yeah. I had Game Boy Advance, I had the SP. Uh, I didn't have the original uh, DS. I had the DS Lite. Yeah. I didn't have the original 3DS. I had the like 3DS uh, XL or the yeah, new yeah, Nintendo yeah. 3DS or I forget exactly how yep. all that worked. But yeah, I would always kind of come to it a little bit late in the game. But yeah, I I, I owned uh, all of those. I still have my, my my DS Lite and my 3DS. I fired it up actually not that long ago. I mean, they, they're great. They, they, they were great. I think they're going to continue to be great and like it all evolved into the switch right for for, for nintendo at least and kind of <laughs> 30 uh, years in the making <laughs> thir- yeah exactly thir- 30 years in the making but um and so but like some so some people play switch handheld some people play it on the tv you can do both but all of these handheld consoles throughout like the history have sort of been this evolution and this growth and they're all like their own kind of unique thing and i really dig that about them like they're all because of the fact that it's handheld and it's like that form factor Right, like they're they're not they're not generic. Like each of them feels no. very distinct. Yeah, uh, and I think that's really really cool about them. And it's something we still actually get today with today's oh, handhelds. Yeah. They're all distinct. Yeah, and, uh, and if th- you that's go, really cool. If you go back to like the '90s, right? You had the game. You had Nintendo's version of it, right? The Game Boy, the Game Boy Color, and the Game Boy, and all that. But then you had Sega with the Sega 
Sat was this not, was the Sega Saturn in the hand one? The Game no, Gear. The Game Gear. The Game Gear, the right? Game Gear, and that yeah. thing was huge. It was, was like this big. It was, it was like it was like man. this long and it, it it was like super wide and but but it looked like it played just it played Sega Genesis games on it. Yeah. It looked it looked better in a lot of ways than the Game Boy did. You it know? definitely did. Yeah, you know? definitely the, did. Now the batteries only lasted, you know, the gate thing only lasted like an hour and a half, but you know, <laughs> hmm, gigantic handheld console that whose battery doesn't last very long at all. Hmm. <laughs> Ahead of its time. Is what, its I'm, time. <laughs> is what I'm gonna say on that one. Ahead right. of its well, time, and, the game and, gear. And or that's one kind out. Of, yeah. <laughs> Or one so, out for the game gear. Game man. gear was so it was it was very interesting to me the 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 space of the the handhelds because Nintendo was always this innovative you know the flip screen the the two screens the three D you know touch screens all this Nintendo was always innovating that way but the graphics were always like a generation and a half behind yeah. right that's how it always was but then you had other companies like Sega like Sony that were always bringing this competition of saying, Hey, what if we brought the current generation graphically to a handheld space? And it did, you know, it worked a little bit, but it just, it it feels like it never, it never captured the same, the same space as Nintendo did. And I know it was a Goliath, man. Like they they were, but like the P the PSP sold a lot of units, but like nobody ever talks about it. Same thing with the Vita. Like those systems were way more advanced than like any of the Nintendo consoles that came out. <laughs> the, the people who have those systems or had them love them, man. Oh, yeah. They just love them. And actually, like for me, that's like if there was anyone that I wish that I'd, I'd had when I was when I was younger, it, it would be one of those um uh, PlayStation foils. I don't know if it's the PSP or the Vita or, or whatever, but like I, I never had one of those. I remember wanting one. Um, I only knew one person who ever did ha- did have them. Um, I, I think I think those those seem like they were really cool people who yeah. people who had them really really loved them. Um, it's a shame that we don't have that anymore. Um, I know now like Sony's come out with a handheld thing that like streams directly from your console. But, like your console has to be on. And yeah, I I don't know. I don't I don't have one. So that's I don't not know enough. Hint. That's not really. I I, I, I don't I don't know enough about how it works, right? But it yeah. it feels distinctly different than right, like a like PSP. A dedicated, whatever, right? so yeah, the, yeah. The the system is like is there in in, in your hands. So um, yeah, those those seem like they were cool. And I I would have I would have loved to have had one when I was a kid. There are, are there any that you didn't have that you that, uh, that you wish that you did? Uh, you know, at the time, no. I think I would have. Looking back now, not being like such the Nintendo fanboy that I am that said Nintendo could do no wrong, I kind of wish I had one of those. It was very, it was an interesting choice that they used discs in their handheld. But if I were to really, the one, the one is more current to me than, Mm. than not. I do really want a Steam Deck. They're great. I, I do. They're, they're I, great. So and and they're great, you know, man. you telling me that is probably the reason why, but I just haven't gotten around to getting it. And we we can talk about like the handheld life cycle more. But back then, I was very content with all of the Nintendo handhelds. It's because Nintendo had so many IPs that you could only get on handheld. You could only get Fire Emblem on yeah. handheld for the most part. You could only get. You know, Metroid seemed like you could only get it for the longest time on handheld. You know, <laughs> there there were so many different things that were ad- advanced wars. You know, I could go and name a ton of them. War the WarioWare series. There was a plenty of things that you could only get. And I feel like with the PlayStation, with the Sega, it was more. It was the same IPs just on a smaller device that mm-hmm. was portable. You know. And so I felt like I wasn't missing out as much because of that. But with Nintendo, it felt like, man, you're getting different new games on on this console that you can't get on their regular console. That's a good point. It was different experiences on some of those Nintendo consoles. Whereas, yeah, on the on the PSP or Vita or even the Game Gear, right? It was like you're playing your same games just on the go. And maybe yeah. not as good, not as good graphically. So yeah, the, the Nintendo was selling a, a different product for sure. Well, Nick, I'm glad you brought up the Steam Deck. Um, <laughs> well, so there was this 
huge iteration in the last five years. I'd say five to six years. But this handheld space. There's um, been there's been a ton of uh, of growth and, and evolution in it for sure. Yeah. And more competitors, it feels like now than ever before. We have obviously the Switch, which we expected. And that's kind of like the staple of like handhelds for people that don't know what some of these other things are. We also have, in a lot of ways, a phone. A phone is a mobile device that you play games on. There's a lot of people who who game via mobile. And then we have these new, really, like, computers. They kind of have taken the mantle of the the Game Gear and the PSP and the PS Vita, that, that they are computers that run games mobily, like the Steam Deck, like the Asus ROG Ally or the Lenovo Legion Go. Like they're pretty much computers. They're they're portable PCs designed to fit in your hand for the sole purpose of gaming. Yeah. Yeah. It's they're great, man. They're great. I love the steam deck. I, I, I cannot tell you how much I love this device. (laughs) Why don't you try to tell me, tell me now, (laughs) tell me why you love it so much, man. I, so the steam deck is so first off, it feels great in your hands. It's big. It's has some weight to it, which I actually really like because the switch nice. has always felt a little small to me. The switch That's is always true. like in my hands, like it's kind of it's kind of tiny. Like the Steam Deck, I'm like I'm friggin' holding a machine here. Like this, <laughs> like this isn't anything. Like this is a friggin' machine in yeah. my hands, and, and it's just like the the ease of which it plays um, Steam games in, in particular. I you can play other games. I haven't really tried too hard to make it do that yet. Um, I know it can, but the ease at which it plays Steam games is is so nice and it like i haven't even had to worry yet or think about like can the steam deck play this game like the answer is like basically yes not 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 all games are quote unquote steam deck verified but a lot of times like there's a website you can go look up and see um does this game run on steam deck and a lot of times it's like it's playable on steam deck but it's not verified because like there's a certain point where like the text doesn't scale properly to, to the to the right size. So the text is small or something at like one point in the game. And that's enough for it to not be verified. But like right. whatever. We're, we're, the game plays just great. It plays fine. Well, that's great. Um and yeah. everybody has such a large Steam library already, it seems like. So it's just like an easy, it seems like an easy win win for Steam. Yeah, it it does. And and I mean the the thing that is that I've liked so much about it is the the battery life leaves something to be desired, but at the same time, it like it is enough. I yeah. think if it was any less than what it is, it wouldn't it wouldn't be enough. But it is enough that I can sit down, I can play Baldur's Gate three on the couch for an hour and a half to two hours. Oh, nice! And it and it works okay. Like it's to the point where like I'm always like, huh? I'm kind of surprised I haven't died yet. And I'll like check my charge and it's like I'm at like twenty five percent. I'm like, oh, okay. I, I mean, it's going to be pretty soon. And then in the next, you know, 20 minutes, I'll get a, hey, you've got a 10% battery left, like time to go, yeah. time to go plug in. And I'll either plug in and like, okay, yeah, that, that was, that was a solid session. Let me go charge this while, while I'm not playing. But it is yeah. definitely, um, un, it's like, it's like enough to like sit down on the couch for a small part of, you know, for the small amount of time that I have in the evening, Yeah, play a game while I'm, you know, doing whatever. It feels so nice in my hands. It's so snappy. It'll, it'll get me through that, right? And you get all your Steam achievements, all your Steam games. And because it's it's on uh, Steam OS, I think is what they call it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's not a Windows thing. It's not an Apple thing. It's They have their own operating system, um, you know, made through Linux. Like you can put it into like a desktop mode and you can like treat it like it's like a, a PC. And yeah. like, there's a lot of like cool stuff and like modifications you can do to it. So yeah, I've just, I really, really thoroughly enjoyed playing my like digital steam library handheld you can you can stream like if your computer is open on steam like you can just do steam link or whatever oh nice and just stream directly into uh directly to it so yeah it's 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 been it's been great i i have nothing but high praise for this device now the question i always have right is like you talk about i sit on the couch and i play it and that's one aspect of portability what how good is it if it's so big at taking it out and about and playing it, you know, you go out for a ride or whatever, and you want to play it in a cat. I don't know. That seems like a, such a 
I've done cliche. it. I've done that. Before. I know. I know. I know. I've done but that. Like, so playing it in a cafe, playing it, you know, taking it on vacation, like playing it on a plane. The nice thing about old handhelds were that they were small, right? They were easy to pack, easy to move around. Is this as easy as that? I mean, it's definitely bigger than the Switch, right? Like I've had instances where I've taken my Switch and my Steam Deck with me and I have a carrying case for each and the Steam Deck case is 25 to 30% bigger yeah. than, than the Switch one. But I, I mean, it's been fine. I've taken it on planes. I've taken it on, on the train with me when I've traveled from work. Do you play it? Have you ever played it on the train? Uh, Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I have. Nice. Okay, I played cool. I uh, played it on, on the plane. I started dredge on the plane back from blizzcon oh okay yeah. okay so it, it, so you don't feel like you are hindered by the size of it in this in in what a portable console should be i don't no i i, I really don't i think it's the perfect size i wouldn't I, I don't know that i'd change a thing and actually i saw it it's really cool the so they they, they just updated the steam deck yep um the OLED to, 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 an, to an to an oled one and um i think they kept the exact same like form fact like all the accessories still fit like i think it's the exact same size it's just lighter and it has the oled screen now oh nice um, yeah and so but like the fact that they kept it the same size is like great because like yeah i i think the size is 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 perfect nice. I, I i really i really really like it so it just it feels good in your hand it feels good to play and and you can play everything right and so for the first time well i guess i mean the switch has this but it's like um it really does bridge that gap between like what you're playing on your computer versus what you're you know what you can play just on the go and and because it's steam right steam cloud saves is a thing so like i can be playing a game on steam on the computer just go pop over to the steam deck picks up right in the same spot yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan. So Valve hooked me up with a new OLED model. I'll be happy to scream from the rooftops uh, again how much I like it. Yeah, send two, Valve. Send yeah. two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is my favorite handheld ever, I think, for, for me, is, is the Steam Deck. I haven't had it that long, but it's been great. Nice. That's great. You've sold me on this before, and I just need to crack down and, and, and get one. That's, that's what it is. I just need to say, all right, Nick, this is it. This is time. I know Allison's wanted one too, and like we both have wanted one. Yeah, Same they they, they just came out with the OLED model, so I like you, you have at least a little bit of time before like the Steam Deck Two comes out. I got like a little screwed because I bought it. I think they released the OLED model in like November or something, and I yeah. bought one in August. So like, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I bought like the highest tier of the old one, which is now the lowest tier that they offer, and it's for the same price that the highest tier <laughs> OLED is. So like, I got like omega screwed but i still really like it and i i can't justify the upgrade yet so you know i'll just i'll just i'll just keep on keeping on but yeah so what have you known about the other ones like the steam deck seems like the obvious choice but what about these the asus one and the lenovo yeah. one yeah so these these are relatively newer entrants right the steam deck is came out uh several years ago and then it's really just like this year that the you know the the, the, the asus rog ally this this Lenovo one, the Legion Go have come out. Um, the Asus Rog Alley actually started as like an April Fool's joke. It was like on April 1st, Asus released this thing. They're like, oh, ha, ha, this handheld. And then it was like, no, but actually this is real. Like we're making and, and, and releasing our, our own handheld. So it's like, they're like Steam Deck competitors. I mean, these they have a very similar, I think they're in some ways a little bit more powerful than the Steam Deck since they're a little bit newer. The thing that they offer that the Steam Deck does not is sort of like so one I think they 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 run on Windows. Oh, um, interesting. So you get like all oh, you get Game of, Pass. You get you all get, the, yeah. You get yeah native Game Pass. You get like all of the stores. Like anything you put on your PC, you can put on this thing. And I think like them running on Windows is the thing that is like a blessing and a curse a little bit, right? Where it's like that it's great because of that but it's also like windows was not designed to be a handheld gaming operating system so like i've heard there's some challenges there sometimes and like customizability can be tough whereas like oh, with the steam deck valve designed the steam os from the ground up specifically to be a handheld uh operating system and so, you know there, there's a, there's a lot of benefits there but yeah the game pass works a lot better with the other ones i think oh. uh, which is cool and again like they're more powerful so I think there are some things that the Steam Deck 
can like kind of run, then these things can run, um, can, can run just fine. But I, with them, I think the really interesting thing is that it's making these newer age handhelds a market versus just something that Valve decided to do with the Steam Deck, right? Like Valve was the only ones doing it and like, cool, they've kind of got that. Like that's that's the thing. Now there's competitors. Now there's other entrants who want to get in here. Now there's going to be innovation here and they're going to push each other to get better so they can continue to capture this like handheld gaming space. So like, I think that's really cool because I think we're going to continue to see this kind of handheld device evolve and and continue to be produced. I think these are the handheld devices that are now appealing to us as like, you know, capital G gamers. Um, This is the stuff that we're interested in, right? And like, we're willing to spend a little bit. And these are, you know, they're, they're premium products. Oh yeah. They're not cheap. That, no, they're not cheap. They're more expensive than, uh, you know, in some a lot of cases, more expensive than than your... They're double they, the price of a Switch. Well, true, of a Switch, yeah. You know? Yeah, they're double the power of a Switch, too. Wow. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, but, like, more expensive than a Series X or a PS5 in some cases, right? But that that's who they're, they're they're catering to. And it's interesting because it's, like, there's been this split, right, where, like, the like in the hardcore capital G gamer crowd, they're going for the, the, the big, powerful, handheld, portable PCs, and then you alluded to it earlier, but on the other hand, right, if you're more casual, mobile gaming is huge. And like, that's where I think a lot of people are are at. And I think that's where a lot of handheld gaming happens, right? It's just like the 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 new big portable ones appeal to a different audience. I don't really like, I don't really like mobile gaming. I don't do a ton of it. No, um, same. You know, but I found that mobile gaming is so clickbaity. It's filled with microtransactions. It knows that it's going to pull in people. The types of games that it makes are not the types of games that I want to play. That's what I found with mobile games. For sure. But now the question is, right? Like, does will who will win out? I guess in a lot of ways, right? Like, like the Steam Deck is great. All these things are great. But they don't capture the audience mobile gaming captures. You know, everybody has a mobile phone. It's so easy to gain. Totally different, totally different market. Yeah. So it's interesting to see what's going to happen here, you know, because like you said, right, these things are expensive. I'm looking online, right? Like the ROG Ally, the the higher edge one is $700. It's $699. You know, the Lenovo is right there at at the same price, $699. I think the Steam Deck, the highest level Steam Deck is $699, six something, right? $650, I think. Yeah, it's it's like $50 less than the, yeah. Right. And so fun fact, the the cheaper Lenovo one, I don't know what the difference is, but it's uh, $200 off. It's $399 right now. So there you that's, go. A, that's a good price. But, you know, those are expensive. Even the Switch, the Switch is $300. You know, that that's not that's not cheap either. Now, that's not saying that most people that get a phone, these phones are retailed at, you know, set five to twelve, fifteen hundred dollars Phones are just as expensive, if not more. Unfortunately for, I think, these computer handhelds, phones, everybody has, you know? Even if they're a little more expensive, you pay, you know, monthly for them with your T- your T-Mobile, your Verizon, or your, or your AT&T. And so they're in everybody's hands. And Google Play and the App Store for Apple have made it stupidly easy to just click a button and you get a game. <laughs> and everything you scroll on your phone, anywhere you scroll, I have found on your phone, there is an ad for one of those stupid mobile games. Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> You're on YouTube and this sponsoring. Come on down. Yeah, right, right. Those games. But then on on, on Facebook and, and Instagram, like you just get ads for all of these mobile games. And every once in a while, you're like, oh, okay, I'll click on that. But then the game is nothing like the ad. And it's really frustrating. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not I, saying this from experience at all. yeah i think it's like it's interesting right like what is the future of handheld gaming is it mobile is it these big things and like i i think it's both i think Mm. that there's just they're just two different markets and the market for the mobile games is much much bigger and um there's a lot there's a lot more people there and there's a lot of money there but i think there is a there is a market for the the people who you know who who are who are more similar to us and who want this premium experience and are willing to pay for the premium experience and yeah. i think we'll continue to see that right that like these because everyone has a handheld like that's everyone has a mobile phone 
that's where the casual gaming is at. The newer age handhelds are going to continue and continue to be the to be a premium option and continue to be like the thing that that you you have to pay a little bit more to get and is, right and it, and appeals to um, people who are looking for a, a particular experience, right? Yeah, and I guess in a lot of ways it's like the cycle repeats itself, right? Like back in the day. Your N64s, your PlayStations, your your GameCubes, your your Xboxes—they were the expensive, big, powerful gaming system that you played. While your GBA was a lot cheaper, but more people had them. Right, mm-hmm. your DS, like you said, the DS is like the second best-selling console of all time behind the PS2. Right, uh, and I think maybe uh, something like that and so or if it's not it's in the top three and so the the market for those because they only cost 100 150 dollars it's so much easier and more accessible for people to get them that's what we're kind of getting now again the phones don't play the best games your your phone's not going to be running you know uh horizon forbidden west on it it's not going to be the new iphone can well, then maybe that's that. Maybe they just all kind of glob into one thing, <laughs> you know. And I think from a mobile perspective, you were talking about the PlayStation thing earlier, where we they have like the grip, and then you connect your phone to it. That's another aspect of how we're going to game handheld wise as well. The Xbox does it as well with its. I forget if I think it's all just I think it's all just grouped into Game Pass now, the streaming stuff. But like your mobile phone can play those games, it's just through a streaming service. And so we've kind of gotten to this point where at some point it's all gonna be, you know, it depends on how you want to play, which is good. I think as a as a consumer, that's good. Like if you want to play on streaming on your X, uh, Xbox Game Pass app on your phone, you can do that. If you want to just play stupid Candy Crush or whatever, you can do that. And then if you want to go out and get a, a premium gaming computer that that is mobile and it fits in your in your hands and and is really looks cool and all this other stuff, you can do that too. And I think. I think that's kind of cool. I think that's kind of cool. You know, yeah. If you want to go play Baldur's Gate three at a at a at a cafe, cafe while like drinking coffee, like you can do that. And right. And and I and I did that. It was great. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. It was great. Yeah, it's great. On top of that, to see that there, it's it's just kind of when we were kids, it wasn't nearly the same acceptance level as I think it is today, which is kind of nice too. <laughs> yeah, vindicated sure. a little bit, but I think. The last thing about handhelds that have happened today, and you showed me one of these because you bought one, it is these small handhelds that kind of look like DSs. They kind of look like Game Boy Advances, but they're a little bigger. They're like mini, mini switches in a lot of ways, but they run emulated games really well. And they're just a completely just emulate ROM machine. And retro handhelds yeah yeah re- so- retro handhelds man these things these things are really cool i think I, I think these are really really cool this is a newer phenomenon or something newer that, that has been that has been popping up there's a bunch of different companies that are selling them typically they, they're made in in china but they're essentially they leverage android so yep. it's basically like it's a phone essentially it's it's, it's a it's this machine running android with an operating system designed for gaming but the screen and the inner workings are put into um, instead of like the device being a phone, it's put into a device that looks like looks like a Game Boy, right? Or or, yeah. or 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 looks like a DS, and very purposefully looks exactly like an old Game Boy, or looks exactly like an old DS. Um, I think by design, right? And so there's yeah, there's not necessarily any games that come on these devices, but you know if you own uh some old games right or you you know have the have the roms to them you can put them on there and there's a very easy way to sort of yeah just just run run emulators on it and the the storage of these old game like the size of these old games to store they're so small isn't that wild how small they were it's crazy like what they were able to do yeah so like you, you can buy your like 512 gigabyte like sd card or 256 gigabyte sd card and just load up hundreds hundreds thousands of old games yeah. on it and just no problem like this has got it's got a no problem because these things were so tiny so yeah i've got one shout out to uh the youtube channel um retro games core there is a really cool youtube channel that that, that talks about 
these you know these handhelds and and how to set them up because there is a learning curve it's not easy it, uh, it's it's not hard but you you know you have to know what you're doing but the tinkering with it is like kind of part of the fun right so you figure out like how to get everything all all set up how to get my you know my files from my computer on, onto the thing and then now I've got this cool thing that I can configure and so you know I've got one and I've got a bunch of games from from the NES you know the SNES the Genesis a bunch of Game Boy Advance games but even up through like the N64 and into like the PS1 kind of kind of an era, the the one that I have kind of sort of stops there. But um, a lot of the ones that are that are newer, as they've been sort of like releasing newer and newer, you know, chips and everything, um, they can get to they can get up to that like to to emulating like the GameCube era, PS2 era, pretty comfortably. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, and that is like I think that's really cool. And and that feels like the perfect like sweet spot f- to me for like retro games, right? right? And, and and so yeah, you can have this little thing. Like mine is like basically an old Game Boy Advance. That's so cool. And yeah, I've got I got this little Game Boy Advance. I can just pick and play any of these games. And yeah, they run smooth. They run great. And it's just it's a it's a really cool new entrant into the handheld market. That is like you want to play the older games. To me, it feels like a really really good way to do it. Yeah. And it's cheap, relatively speaking. So if you the barrier to entry doesn't seem like too bad, you buy one of these things and then you just kind of emulate your way into all these games. Not that we condone that, but you just kind of emulate your way into into these games that really, unless Nintendo's dropping them on the Nintendo online system, you're not. That's kind of the only way to play some of these things unless you have the cartridges. It is. I do want to say on emulation real quickly, like I am so, so pro paying the developers of the game if they will let me do it. Right. Like in any circumstance where I'm a, where I can pay the developers of the game, I'm going to do it and I, and, and I will do it. But the challenge is that a lot of these older games, you can't even buy anymore. Right. right? Or like if you can, you to go on eBay. I was I, I played Metroid Zero Mission last yeah. year. And I played it on one of these handheld devices. And uh, at first I was like, I was going to go buy a cartridge for it. And it's like, uh, you can't buy it online anymore. You have to go through eBay and buy it, you know, used. And to get like the actual, like legit cartridge used is like way more expensive than it was at at the time. You're not paying the developer. You're paying someone who has who who has the game and has been collecting it and holding on to it. Um, and you have to navigate this minefield of like, is this even a real cartridge? Because you have like people who who will sell fake cartridges where they'll like get an emulated version and just like put it in a cartridge and like, oh, here you go. Here's your here's your game. And it's like Oh, I didn't even know that was a yeah, thing. Yeah, it's it's a thing. It, it's weird. Like if you go on to eBay and you look at some of these older uh, handheld games, like any any of the older like Pokemon games, there'll be like bimodal peak, right? There's like a whole bunch of them that are like around the 10 to 15 dollar range and then there's a whole bunch of them that are around the like 70 to 90 dollar range and like nothing in between and it's just like okay mm. all those ones that are 10 to 15 bucks those are all fake <laughs> like those are, huh. but you're buying a cartridge that like it says like hey this is the this is the game and, and so it's just like that that's frustrating to navigate for right. me right. and again like you, the developer won't let me go buy it from them somewhere and, and in those instances, like I think that that's when I, I sort of start to think about what what the other options um, c- could be. I think I agree with you, right? If you can support a developer, support a developer. You should always support the developer 100%. first. You know, they they worked very hard to create that game. They worked, you know, I don't know. I guess you're giving money to just a big corporation in the end most of the time anyway. But then they can produce more games, right? That's what we want. But I think actually as I look back on, you know, what it used to be with the handhelds, Nintendo, PlayStation, all of those, I feel like we're in a better space today for the handheld market than we were back then. I think if I had to take the totality of the last five to seven years versus the 20 years prior to that, I think we're in a better spot today than we were then. Just from a competition perspective? Uh, Competition perspective, I think, yes, because Nintendo was the only one really doing anything for the most part. But also, there's more choice, I think. Mm. You know, like... I competition wise yes so like you have different companies that you can go to but there's different choice in the sense of what type of things you want to do on it like when you had a ds they were all the same you know 
same graphical power, same whatever, right? But now you can, like I said earlier, you can stream games on your phones. You can get a Switch. You can get a Steam Deck. You can get one of these old emulator things, you know? You can kind of play what you, whatever you want to play on the go now in this in this handheld space versus before you were stuck to playing what you kind of were able to buy. And that's kind of nice. There's so many different outlets for it. And I think that is actually really good for 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 mobile gaming. Now, only if I didn't work from home so I could leave the house more to handheld game. <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. Ah, you just got to sit in your house and game instead. Like when well, I have uh, a TV, it's hard to just not go on the TV. <laughs> well, you you can take my work trips to New York for me, and you can play. Uh, oh, okay. You can play your games a three and a half hour uh, train ride. Yeah, yeah. I I got one coming up. Uh, do you? Yeah, in like a month or so. All right. So, uh, handheld gaming. What do you plan on playing on the on the trip on the trip? Oh man, um, it's too it's too too far ahead of time, man. Too we'll, far we'll, ahead of time. We'll see what I'm enjoying at the time. We'll see if it's a if it's a Switch game. I keep wanting to get back into Persona Five, but yeah. I also know that there's a Persona Three remake that's coming out. True. I think um, it just dropped on. Did it drop already, or is it going to drop? I think uh, I think it's going to drop oh, in okay. early February. But you know who who knows? Maybe maybe there's something that we're going to be playing or Papa plays. True. That we need to spend some time on. That's true. It could be a handle there, right? Yeah, there's going to be a vote for that coming out on our social media soon. So stay tuned, and we're going to want your advice on what we're going to play for this kind of new segment that we're going to be doing so looking forward to that yeah no there's there's so many things that that you could that you could play or you know you could uh still be trying to beat baldur's gate 3 you know <laughs> honestly that's probably what i'll do I'll, I'll probably bring the steam deck and i'll probably play baldur's gate 3 on the train ride that well yeah. usually on the train ride there i, I work actually usually i yeah. can work on the train ride there and then on the way home um or or at night you know yeah after work i'll yeah i'll, I'll, I'll get some baller's gate 3 action in but yeah, yeah. We're, we're, work trips are a prime time for for steam deck gaming yeah that sounds like the, on a plane it sounds great i brought my switch on a plane before and it was just like prime nice it's nice prime so well casey i i've i've always enjoyed handhelds i've uh enjoyed talking about them because i feel like since i've got a switch i feel like i rarely play it in handheld mode as much as i i would used to like a 3ds or or any of those but maybe i'll get a steam deck maybe i will or maybe i'll try one of these like lenovo or uh, rog ones you know maybe i'll try one of those and we can compare the two and see uh, which one which one really is better the one thing i've learned out of all this these mobile games suck (laughs) stay away from the mobile games, man, yeah, for they're, sure. Man, they're addictive and they just try to grab you of every single penny that you they can. It's they do so a good bad. job at it. They're really, really they good do. at it too. They do. That's Especially, what sucks. Yeah. So as a parent, you know, your parents out there, don't let your kids just do that. Brain rot. Not worth it. They're all the same too. They're all just skins. One thing I've learned, they're all skins of other of the same game over and over and over and over and over. So but there's so many ways to handheld game right now, and I'm looking forward to it. In the comments, uh, wherever you he- hear this, Spotify, Apple, whatever, let us know what your favorite handheld console was. or And let us know if there's any handheld thing coming up that you're looking forward to. Be sure to follow us, you know, everywhere. All the all the social media platforms were everywhere at Ready Papa One. And I think that's it for me, Casey. Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about? that's it nick yeah yeah well until next time casey i will talk to you later peace peace